I'm Lisa Popchak, and you're listening to Momfinance, for moms at every age and every stage. Being a mom is wondrous and delightful, but also at times exhausting and overwhelming and confusing and frustrating. Momfidence is a place for moms to come for encouragement, comfort, some new tools, and the confidence boost you need to be the mom you want to be. Hello. It's good to be back with you. It's been a little while since I've been here. But it's not for lack of trying on my part. I would create a post or a podcast and then the next moment everything in the world would just change again. I don't have to enumerate those changes here. We've all been living through all the changes the global ones, the national ones, and the deeply personal ones. Those constant changes left me struggling to say anything that would be relevant to everyone. Because suddenly we all had our own personal experiences. And our neighbor wasn't going through exactly the same thing. Or our relative who lived in another state wasn't going through exactly the same thing. And on and on. And so it was hard to speak to anyone's everyday experience because we all had such different experiences, even though we were somehow all going through it together. So I would try to post and then see how it wouldn't work for someone. And I just decided to see what would happen and let us try to get through it as I prayed for each and every one of us, because I wanted to make sure that I was being there for you and not just not serving you because of words that would not work with how the changes were happening. And we went through a lot of our own changes here in our household. And I've been praying through all of the changes, all of the not knowing all of the confusion that's come with it all. And I've noticed one common experience that we all did share. And that's that most of us, at some point in the last months, have felt stripped down to our studs, like a house that's being renovated. And it just feels like almost none of us could rely on that same old, same old everyday routine that usually gave us a sense of rhythm or support in our days. The constant changes and the uncertainties had us doing the best we could with whatever our circumstances were in the moment. And then the next day, doing the best we could after that. I did, just like all of you, have to find my equilibrium in each moment of each day and to attend all the challenges of the constant flux between responding to change, as well as the impotence of the holding patterns that we've all been living in in so many ways. Yet, as I assess the situation, I realized that some things didn't change. And by sharing them here, I'm hoping that they may resonate with you in a way that brings a bit of peace. 
The first thing that didn't change for me and never changes at all is God. He's unchanging and steadfast. The storms of this world can often cloud my vision, but he's still present and he's always loving us, available to us, and working for our good, even though sometimes we can't see it and it doesn't feel like it. Sometimes we're being called to look harder to find him or to understand his directions. But he and his unending love is present. Also unchanging for me, and for most moms, is my love for my family. That love causes me to look beyond my reactions and instead intentionally prioritize what is needed to keep each of my loved ones as healthy, spiritually, mentally, and physically as possible in the midst of whatever we're dealing with at the moment. As circumstances would change from day to day and still do, each family member's needs and reactions, things like fear, worry, hope, frustration, excitement, impatience, anger, and on and on, the ups, the downs, the chaos of it all changes with each of them. And having to live with that can rock a mom's world frequently. I've learned to ask myself over this time, what can I do to keep this person as stable as possible and feeling as loved as possible in each of these areas? I have to ask myself that moment to moment, person to person, whatever the situation is that I'm dealing with. And this practice gives me a sound structure through all the continually changing situations. I can look at the tantruming child, the lonely, frustrated teenager, the worried adult child, and ask myself, or ask them, what does this person need to feel loved in this moment, and a bit physically, spiritually, or mentally better right now? That gives me something to focus on, and something to do that actually improves the situation in that moment, even when I can't make any changes to the larger world in that moment. But to be honest, I, like so many of us, don't always feel up to the challenges, especially after all this time of going through them. We're all trying to cope with our own emotions and needs, the unending list of tasks and then, because we're moms, we have to deal with everyone else's too. It's hard. Sometimes it's very, very hard. And sometimes we don't feel up to it all. And certainly not all on our own. And when we feel that way, that's when I'm reminded to go to that ever-present unchanging God and pour out my heart as honestly and totally as I can. It really requires that honest outpouring. God doesn't want me to be perfect. He doesn't want me to say just the right things and it doesn't have to be poetic. 
he just wants all of my heart, all of my thoughts, all of my needs poured out to him. He wants the same thing from you because that's only when he can come into us and attend to us and heal us and help us. And after I've done all that, then I ask him to give me whatever virtues I need to do the next thing he's asking me to do. Whatever he's asking me that I can see through the needs of the family he's given me. Do I need more kindness? A more nurturing spirit? Do I need more bravery for the next right thing? Would a better sense of humor serve well at this moment? That's one I really struggle with when I'm stressed especially. Of course, the most essential virtue to ask for is wisdom, as the great Solomon did. These virtues can only come from God. No amount of determination can do it without him. And I have to ask for them and the strength to exercise them bit by bit, moment by moment. I also ask him for the grace to say I'm sorry to him and my family members when I fall short, if I've let fear and all the things that it brings with it overtake my strength and conviction to love the way my children and husband need to be loved. Pride can make it hard to do sometimes, to ask for that forgiveness. But if I keep talking to God about it, even if it's just grumbling to God about the situation or the person, he always works with me and shows me what I can do differently to make the situation better. And then he graces me with the virtue of humility, which frees me to take the next steps he needs me to take. Humility is not something you can just inflict on yourself. If you do, it often goes toxic and doesn't produce very good fruit. It really has to come from that heart, from asking God to be present, from, for, from asking God to help us do that next right thing. Even for from asking God to show us what the next right thing is when we feel so clueless that we're dizzy from it. Because I know that I can't parent my children or love my spouse well on my own. And you know what? They're not my own to love. They're his. And I'm called to be his hands and his feet and his heart in their lives and to love them with his love. Sometimes that flows through me better than other times and that's when I need to ask for his help. But whether it's the little day-to-day -day struggles of being a mom or the huge life-altering ones that so many of us have been going through lately, I want you to know that it's okay to not be enough because only God can be enough. And we just have to keep inviting God in. Ask him to give us whatever we need to take that next small step that he or our family need us to take. And then take that small step.
and repeat. Just like the directions on a shampoo bottle. One step and then repeat the whole process over again, asking him for what we need, taking the step and doing it again. When we do that, we string together a moment, a day, a week, a year, a lifetime of those moments of grace, those moments of mercy, those moments of love, those moments of God being constant in our lives and leading us to where he created us and our families to be. Wherever you are in the midst of everything that's going on, my heart is with you as you take the next small step that you need to take to love your people well. God bless you. Thanks for joining me today for this Monfidence Moment. If you want more encouragement, come on over to Monfidence.org for the blog and other confidence-boosting resources.